Yeah. All right, we're here. All right, let me get started because I don't want it to be long again like the other ones. We're not we're not going to sit here for an hour. We're not going to do it. Bueno. Let me start like this. Know your value. I don't know how else or like what what would be more important. I've been, I was thinking about what I was going to make this podcast about. And I'm like, I already told you guys my whole life story. Like I already told you about Miguel. I told you about the Navy guy, like the two uh, most important heartbreaks of my life. <laughs> um, I told you about my mommy issues, my daddy issues. Like what else can I tell these people about myself? Because we need to make it a 10 episodes. Because that's, that's my goal for this season that I want to make it 10 episodes for season one. So I'm like, what What the heck can I make episode seven about? So I'm writing and I'm like, you know what? Know your value. So let's start. I've always been somebody that I don't care about what people think about me or say about me. Like, like my mom would say, te vale, verdad? Yeah, me vale, me pela, wey. Like, I don't care what people say about me or what they think about me, the looks that I get. Like, I am just myself, or I've always just been myself. Somewhere along the way, though, I think definitely when I met Miguel, I felt like he was out of my league. <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm not making fun of him. It's just like, me? I'm out of your league? Get out of here, bruh. No, but I really, <laughs> I really thought I was out of his league. No, I thought he was out of my league. Sorry, I thought he was out of my league. I thought he was like, you know, this this amazing guy. And like, I, I would be lucky to be with him. Or I was even lucky that he was looking at me or considering me. So I felt like I needed to show him. I, I knew that I was of value. And I knew that I was like wife material but I didn't know if he knew and I my goal became I have to I have to show him I have to prove it to him that I'm I'm a wife like I'm it I have value I'm amazing I'm this I'm that and and that became the the like the face of my worth and so when he wasn't or when he didn't do right by me my new my new lens and the scope of, of what I viewed myself as and, and my worth was why am I not enough why am I not enough why 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 can't he he do right by me like why can't he change or why can't why am I not enough for him why won't he marry me why am I not enough why why doesn't he see why doesn't he see the value that I see in myself and that became began to define my worth and the same thing with the navy guy when the navy guy like wouldn't necessarily commit I don't know what the heck he was doing man to be honest I still don't know I'm I'm not even gonna try to figure that out because it's none of my concern anymore um but the same thing with him when when he wasn't like committing or when he wasn't being serious about me 
it was like well what is wrong with me why 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 does he not see the value in me why am i not enough and i think that's when god stepped in was like all right sis you're doing too much relax sit down get it together so when the pandemic happened i was mostly by myself i i lived you know my mom was stuck in guatemala my neither of my brothers lived here my aunts lived here but they i mostly kept to myself basically and i was i was forced to confront myself like i was forced to live with myself and i was forced to admit that i was numbing things out and like i didn't i didn't there were things that i was living with that i never processed from before but also i was forced to confront this big uh this big event that happened to me which was my abuse that i never admitted was abuse um and i just kind of lived through it lived through it and moved on so i decided you know what i need therapy and thankfully my church they provide that service we have pastors that are therapists and i reached out to my pastor and i was like i need help <laughs> I, I i need help and we started therapy but my initial goal for therapy was i want to go to therapy because i want to talk about my abuse and eventually i want to expose them and speak out against this type of abuse but it became something much much deeper than that when i started therapy i knew that i was gonna have to be brutally honest with myself um and and i was scared of that so going to therapy like i i dreaded going to therapy it, it was over um like facetime but i dreaded like having to call my pastora and and like i just dreaded the day of the sessions and then the the hour before and then the minutes i was like oh my god i don't want to do this i know it's gonna hurt i don't want to um but then it, it I, I don't think that feeling ever truly went away um but i know that i started to to change how i prepared myself for the therapy session so i became i knew that i needed therapy right and i knew that or i or not like outwardly but i knew deep down inside that i I was I was going through this therapy session, these therapy sessions for a reason. Like there was gonna, there was an end goal and there was a ministry that I had to get to. Or like this was a process that um I had to go through in order to get to something else. So I knew that I had to get through therapy. And I knew that there was a purpose, there was a God-given purpose for this. So what I would do to prepare was I would start praying. I'd be like, God, like I don't, 
what take control of the therapy session number one take control of it take control of of like where i want this conversation to go what what do you want to expose in me during this therapy session like what what it is what is it that you want me to talk about what are the wounds that you want me to be able to identify within myself what are things that you want me to identify that need healing in me that I need to willingly hand over to you I think that it's easy to say oh God is going to heal everything or God is going to do this or God is going to do that and and he can 100% he can but what is the point of him healing you if you don't know what he's healing you from how is that going to glorify him and how is that going to help others so I knew that I was healing not only for myself and if not for nobody else that I was ever going to encounter like in my life outside of my family I knew that I was doing it for for my future kids. I knew that I was doing it to break generational curses. I knew that I was doing this for, for, for like my bloodline. Let's put it like that. I knew that I needed this to break cycles that I wouldn't have been able to break otherwise. Because you could keep walking in your salvation, but then you wonder why you've been walking in in your faith for like 20 years and nothing's been happening why because you were never able to identify wow I'm, I'm walking in a cycle or this is my toxic trait or you know this this is what I act this way because of the way that I was raised or I act this way because of the way that I was traumatized you know so I started during these therapy sessions I started to identify things in me that that was like something that I I began because I wanted to survive or because I was in survival mode. And it was like, well, I don't have to do that no more because I'm not I'm not in survival mode anymore. I'm I'm like I'm not going through that anymore. So I don't have to behave that way. But also going through therapy started to remind me of who I was and my worth and after every therapy session (laughs) I would hang up I'd be you know say goodbye bye I love you thank you for your time bye okay great I would sit in my bed because I would have I would be in my room and I would sit in my bed and I would cry my pretty little brown eyes out to God and then I would text my friends Kim and Nicole I'd be like oh my god you don't know what the therapy session did to me today this is what we talked about and I would just and I think I would also call um one of my brothers and tell one of my brothers like how my therapy session went and and a part of me told my friends because I I kind of needed them to hold me accountable to that growth 
or, or to, to, to what I had identified. And by telling somebody, it was like, okay, well, you know, this is what I found out. So I can't, I can't continue to face things the way that I was facing things. So now here, hold me accountable for this. And then as I started to realize my worth, I I started to realize um, who I was to people and the value that I added to their life or just the things that I, you know, that I, that I did for them and, and the type of relationships that I had with people. And it, I think that helped my, my understanding of you can't take everybody with you where you're going. There are certain people that you just have to leave behind. There are certain people that, you know, they're just not meant for the next stage in which you need to walk in. And I began to understand that. And although it it hurt, it definitely hurt uh, to leave people behind. But it's like, um, I found myself again. God allowed me to find myself again, find my worth again. And I can't. I can't allow you to treat me or to treat my efforts or or the the things that I give you to to be treated like they're not of worth or to be treated like cuz okay the, the let me redefine this for you I have um one of one of my pastors we have we have a bunch of pastors in my church but one of my pastors which i call him my dad so at this point i have like a whole bunch of dads but for the sake of this let's just call him my dad i my dad we he lives upstate and we always go hang out with him sleep over and just have conversations with him and i remember this one conversation he he had with us it was me and my friends and he said you guys are of value like woman you guys are of value and whoever whoever wants to marry you or whoever wants to date you they basically have to go before God and present themselves and and God will find them worthy of of you because he you you women are basically like a jewel on his crown and he has to take off his crown and take off that jewel and hand it hand it into this man's hand and be like protect it you know this is valuable to me i'm taking this off my crown you know protect it and and treat it as what it is um, and that never left me. And, and he, like he, he tells us that story all the time. Obviously, I didn't tell it as good as he told it. But um, that's basically the gist of it or what I understood from it. One day we'll have him on the podcast and he could tell you guys the story. But um, that just reaffirmed for me my value at that point. And so I started analyzing all the relationships around me and... And I came to terms with, I'm royalty, right? I'm 
chosen. I'm the daughter of a king. I have purpose. I was created for such a time as this. Like I, he, he found so much worth in me that every single time that I try to backslide, every time that I try to run away from him, every time that I, I fail, he comes running for me. He, he does not stop chasing me. He does not leave me alone so i am royalty i am the daughter of a king and i can't go about my life i can't i cannot act like if i'm not you know i can't act like if i'm beneath the royalty that i am so i have to now walk in my life as if I am royalty and I have to hold people to a standard and I can't just be in relationship with anybody and and and, and that's another thing I I learned that and my mom would tell me this all the time but I never understood it I would I would come home from school and I would be like oh my friend this she'd be like that's not your friend you know that person I was like okay well fine but not everybody is your friend not everybody is your best friend. You shouldn't you should be nice, kind, loving towards everyone. Everyone. Because that's what God tells us to do. That's that's you know, one of the fruit fruits of the spirit, being being kind, patient, loving, all of that, right? So you should definitely be that way towards everyone you encounter. But that doesn't mean that you allow access of yourself to everyone not everyone should be in your circle and i see it this way i see like let's put you in the middle and then you have like three circles around you so you're in the middle of the three circles the circle nearest to you that's your circle that's your intimate circle that's the people that are going to love you as like for you who are going to nurture you, who are going to like push you further in, into your purpose, push you into greatness, encourage you, teach you, correct you in a loving way, right? These are the people that add value to you and you add value to them. The second circle around you are your friends. These are not, they don't, I don't, I don't allow the same access that, that that inner circle has to me, my friend circle does not have to me at all. And not not because I'm fake or because I'm not genuine. Uh because this is gonna sound a little a little conceited, but I've I I my my goal has definitely been be genuine in, in all things, in all that you do. Be honest, open, and transparent in all that you do. So, I not that I'm going to be two-faced with you with my, my second outer circle, but I just know that there's certain things that I can't share with you or, or like, I don't, I don't owe you my intimacy. I don't owe you my vulnerability. That's, that's, a, that's a deep one. Um, 
I was having a conversation with somebody and they were like, why are you so, you're so hard. Like you're, <laughs> you're not, you're not very open. Like you're not. And I'm like, you don't know me. <laughs> you don't know me. You, th- this was actually a person that, that, let me, this was Miguel. Miguel was like, you're not vulnerable. Like what's wrong with you? I'm like, you, <laughs> I'm not vulnerable with you, my mans, with you. But you don't know me. And I know that you, I cannot show you my vulnerability because not that you're not worth it, but no, you're not worth it. I can't, there are people that you cannot be vulnerable or intimate with and I'm not talking about sexually intimate I'm just saying intimate like who you truly are you can't cry on every shoulder you 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 can't tell your secrets and and your dreams and your hopes to just everyone and then on the outer circle it's just everyone else so I learned that not everyone is your friend. Not everyone deserves you a hundred percent. And not and not that you have to like, you know, test people and, and and put them in situations where they have to prove their loyalty or their commitment to you. No, it's it was through a lot of I think once you know your worth, you start God will start revealing it to you like, okay, this person you can let them in or this person, you know, draw them in, draw them closer or try to talk to this person. And God will, or you don't even have to reach out to people. God will literally just start placing people in your life in the circles that they need to be in. So there is such an importance in knowing who you are and knowing your value because it sets the tone for who you surround yourself with and what you expect from people and what you allow people to do to you because for a long time I was allowing people to treat me like I was just anybody when the reality is that I'm not just anybody and I'm not saying this because I'm conceited. I'm not saying this because I think I'm better than anybody. I'm not. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm far. <laughs> I'm far from perfect. If you know, you know. Um, but I'm far from perfect. I'm far from from you know a halo on my head and walking in in pure faith. I'm my faith falters. I backslide. I am not perfect. But what is perfect is the person I'm in a relationship with, God. He's perfect. And my my value is in him, not in myself. And I had to find my value in him. And that's secure. 
because it's in him um but yeah i think i mean this is gonna be a short and sweet just if 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 this podcast helped you in any way or left you with anything let it be that go to therapy (laughs) (laughs) go to therapy says the person that has not gone to therapy in months but um i technically graduated so you know but go to therapy go to therapy hash out your 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 trauma hash out things that you've been living with that you just ignore because honestly i don't know where you from whoever is listening i don't know where you're from but i know that for me hispanic and black people therapy is not is not common for i mean it's 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 like common now but it's it's not it's not like really accepted by like older folk and it's like your mom is not going to tell you go to therapy I mean my mom is because my mom just wanted to hurt me <laughs> it wasn't like you need therapy me go 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 to therapy pat on the back I'll help you no it was like go to therapy because you got issues sis um, but if this left you with anything go to therapy help yourself there are things that, that I was carrying around that um, I realized that were generational that my mom carried around for for you know she's still carrying it around there are things that i do because i saw her doing i thought that was normal there are things that you know my father would do my my biological father would do that i thought were normal and i and and it, it went from generation to generation to boom me now i have to deal with it um but i i i'm very very intentional that I, I'm not doing this not only for myself I'm there's no way I, w- I want to have kids I want to get married right but I don't want to enter my marriage and my God-given husband and give him the silent treatment because my mom taught me that it was normal to give people the silent treatment and have them break their head and try to guess what the hell is wrong with you <laughs> Um, and what they did wrong to you and then try to figure it out try to scramble their head because you're not communicating your needs that's not something that I'm willing to take to my husband I'm not I'm not trying to traumatize my kids in the way that I was traumatized by my mother and my father I, I don't I don't want my kids to grow up with a single mother or a single father or in a divorced home like there are things in 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 my bloodline and my generation that end with me right here right now and if i never have kids and if i never get married then it really ended right here <laughs> but you know it it there's so many so many things like even if you're not christian even if you're not like trying to walk with the lord do it for your your family do it for your friends do it for yourself do it for yourself to solidify the value that you have within you because nobody nobody 
is going to come into your life and treat you the way that you deserve to be treated if you don't know who you are and how you deserve to be treated. Nobody. You set the tone for your friendships. You set the tone for your relationships. You set the tone for everything. There's no way. There is no way that somebody is going to... People will only treat you the way that you allow them to treat you. Period. Alright, so this one I'm going to end a little bit differently. I'm not going to throw Bible at you or nothing. Um, I'm just going to pray us out. God... I come before you giving you all the glory and all the honor. I don't know who is listening and who is not listening. I don't know if they are Christian or not Christian. I don't know if they heard about you or not heard about you or if they're running away from you. I don't know what the situation is right now or right here. But my God, I ask you that you show them who they are through your eyes that you you not only allow them to see the value that is within them but the value that they have in you my god i ask you that you start to work in their lives and start to surround them with people who are going to treat them according to that value who are going to push them further into success further into all the amazing things that you have in store for these people I ask you that they start their journey to find who they are, to find their purpose, to find their value, and that nothing and no one will be able to stop that journey for whoever is listening. I thank you for all the amazing wonders you're about to work in these people. In the name of Jesus, amen. All right, bye, guys. I'll see you next time. Bye.